Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Josh Brown, you know that thing that died last year? Google Stadia? Yeah, yeah, it's died again, mate. It's, How uh, can something die twice? I don't over? know. It's like a James Bond-style approach to life. But it's found some way of dying twice. Now, the Google Stadia um, has been shut down entirely, or will be as of January 18th next year. However, like I said, I feel like this happened last year. <laughs> but uh, in terms of the overall press announcements doing the rounds um, that Google have put out, the system, the, the service, I guess we're going to call it? Yeah. A platform? A platform. Yes, it had some hardware, there was a controller and everything. It's being fully shut down and Google are issuing refunds not only for your game libraries but if you bought the controllers which I guess you would need as well but hardware refunds yeah and um, they are just backpedaling that much and um, which we should initially talk about there's more to this there's more to the overall scale of just how much they're going no we're not we're moving away from every single part of this and what do you think of them uh, Dude. giving you your money back Dude, right <laughs> I got a text from Scott Telford while I was out last night about Google Stadia shutting down on the face and I had such a kind of just non-emotional shrug to that <laughs> news when we came in this morning and you know you actually taught me more about this story I yeah. couldn't believe how insane it was when you said you know that they were giving out refunds for uh, the controller for games for add-ons to everyone who owns a Stadia I thought there is no way that could be true <laughs> something cannot fail so much that you have to refund everyone who bought it like four or five years after the fact but yes looking into it that is happening and that's just nuts right I yeah. can't remember anything uh, like this ever happening in the gaming sphere and it's only because it's Google, oh, yeah. who has all the money in the world and they can just do that and not really even take a hit. I mean, just look at how many other projects and weird ideas Google has canned over the mm-hmm. years. Like, imagine any other publisher trying this and then just having to give up and give everyone <laughs> refunds because it just didn't work and nobody cared. We will talk about the amount of money they have just thrown around. And one interesting wrinkle in regards to the refunds is that refunds will be offered. So right. it seems more like you're going to have to go out there and file something um, to get access to your money or whatever. Um, you know, But they have said that refunds will be offered to all con- uh, customers, consumers, whatever. And um, the interesting side of this to quickly dovetail off into digital library storefronts is that if you have a digital library, unless mm. you have a cross-play system, which obviously per- is per game, um, Cyberpunk just got cross-play, so you might want to get your saves across to something else. And um, while you can, you've got another few months. Um, but yeah, unless your specific title has a cross-play feature, then your game library just goes away in January. Yes. The last two and a half years of investing money and titles or whatever, um, that stuff just goes away. It's like the other side of the coin to an entirely digital uh, system. And this is what I want to kind of talk about. Uh, sorry if I'm jumping forward. Jump in, I can my see friend. your notes here. I'm scared that I'm Jump. ruining the whole Horse. flow of this video. But yes, like the idea of your digital storefront suddenly going is obviously a real issue right now, considering just how many games are sold digitally, not on the Stadia alone, but yeah. across PlayStation, across Microsoft, across Nintendo. Like that number 
increases every year to the point where now digital sales, you know, completely outweigh physical sales. It's what, 80% of all sales right now? Yeah, it's totally right. And like the idea of just, you know, these publishers being able to pull the plug Mm. on these servers and then having your whole game library have to be refunded (laughs) like this. Like that is, I don't want to be like, you know, cynical about it, but that's like a kind of a scary future. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, each one of these libraries, you're having faith in the company behind it. And I would like to say that in regards to Google Stadia, much as I use Google every day, I don't feel like any had any faith in Stadia even when they first showed it off. I remember all the conversations around, you know, the idea that the footage was being faked, whether it was or not, the idea that streaming is never going to be as go-to and as workable as various companies want it to be. And we'll, we'll go and come back around and we'll talk about the reality of streaming overall in gaming, because now we do have offerings from Xbox, Nintendo, and Sony um, to varying different degrees. Um, but in terms of Google and the amount of money that they were throwing around, um, Jason Trier tweeted out, and he did report this last year um, when he first put it together for Bloomberg, that Google were paying of various developers tens of millions of dollars per game just to get and the examples given on Red Dead Redemption 2 and the Assassin's Creed games on Stadia I have to imagine that's the same case for Cyberpunk Um, and they were they did start some Google first party stuff um, to try and do Google Stadia exclusive games but they were all shut down in February 2021 and being that the thing was only announced in 2019 um, what remote momentum did you try and instill here? That was when the writing was on the wall and I even recall us doing a news video at the time when those first party studios were shut down because after that happened it was just a question of why would anyone buy a Google Stadia because you're yes you're getting these third party games but you know the thing that sells consoles historically has been the exclusives right people go to Xbox for Halo and Gears people go to Sony for Horizon God of War Mm -hmm. people go to Nintendo obviously Mario Zelda all of that stuff and if the Stadia was just kind of you know on life support essentially on Mm -hmm. these third parties that was never going to work in a way I'm kind of surprised that it stuck out as long as it did for over a year but yeah it kind of felt like as we said at the beginning that the writing was on the wall all the way through and like you said about those uh, kind of like 10 million dollar deals or whatever I wish this is my dream I want to own a company eventually that is has so much money where I can just spaff 10 million (laughs) dollars on like a game yeah. just for my service and then ultimately have to refund a lot of that money to <laughs> the just people carry on. who bought it and then just carry on and scale yeah. like nothing ever happened like that's the dream can surely. I remember when Google Glass was the next big thing when yeah. they were going to be sort of like charging us for our yeah. eyeball real estate and then now it's at Google Stadia which is obviously just joining Google Glass on the same website as killedbygoogle.com yes. um, an ever increasing list of stuff um, but yeah th- it's worth mentioning that in regards to the exclusive yes they shut down in February nothing else was mentioned in regards to making sure that you go to Google Stadia for a specific thing. Um, I do want to cover the positives very quickly because I think that there the, are idea positives. Of, <laughs> the idea of it is worth talking about in terms of what they were going for. It's not something yeah. I personally invested in, but the idea was that you would just have some sort of connection to a game and you would click a button, whether it was in a YouTube trailer or you just fancy playing a game or whatever, and something would load as fast as YouTube does. That was their whole selling point. And yeah. the idea was that you wouldn't have to worry about buying uh, specific consoles or worry about hardware specs because Google Stadia would auto up scale everything in the back end all the time keep on top of the latest industry trends and all you're paying for is the live stream which if it works I don't even know if the average person is interested in that. I don't right. know how much they want to own a console. You know, or they believe in the idea of streaming games. I've not had a single, hardly any positive experience of streaming games. There's yeah. always a resolution problem or a lag dip, um, responsiveness, etc. But do you think the idea of streaming in that regard is ever going to be anything that we're actually going to 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think some of the worst executed ideas in gaming history don't sound that bad on paper and in fact sometimes sound good. Like that reality that Google was trying to achieve there. Farming sims. Is a... I love them. <laughs> What's the Power Wash Sim? Power Wash like, Simulator. I want to play that all the time. That's on a <laughs> Game Pass. Harvest great as well. You do a bit of that in Harvest Stellar. You do a little bit yeah. of this. One, With your uh, can. one till at a time. Plus ten. Um, what was I talking about? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, the idea on paper. Yeah, yes. was sound. And if that could have been executed, you know, flawlessly, like you said, that would have been great. But, mm. yeah, again, you know, where streaming is right now, you know, it's it's functional and it's good. I used to play a lot of PS Now when that service was up and running, and now it's being merged into the PlayStation Plus service, and I still use that to play PlayStation 3 games, and it works for me. You know, I have I have a fun time, but every single time I'm playing one of those games, be it, you know, God of War, be it uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, mm-hmm. you're hyper aware that you're not getting the best version of that game. You're getting a version of that game, and I'm pleased I can't access those titles, mm-hmm. but you can tell, like, there's a little bit of lag, the resolution isn't as good as it should be. Sometimes even like the colors don't come through as crisp as you would want them to. Yeah, that's always the thing. That's always been my uh, case with streaming. I, I pulled back when I said before, I've not had a single positive experience because I did play some Halo on my phone using Xbox's service. Um, and that worked very well in terms of responsiveness. However, the resolution was pretty bad and it did have to load in terms of uh, filling out the detail, let's say. But I could hit a button yeah. and shoot a dude fairly responsibly, which I can't do that much on PlayStation. And I certainly can't do on Nintendo's cloud stuff, um, which I think is the worst on the market if we're going to just rank all three of them. Um, back to Google stuff, though. Um, the, apparently the UI designers had only just completed the latest version of how you would even interact with Stadia and many of them were on Twitter saying they just found out well, along with the rest of us that the entire service is being shut down so even wings of Google didn't even know this was happening yeah. until it was put through and then you know taking alongside all the refunds and the oh dear god it's on fire let's just move away stuff yes. it feels like some mandate was passed across Google to just run the F away from it It's this is kind of where you know it, it gets more serious because I mm. will fully admit that I found a lot of this news 
piss funny so far. <laughs> the idea of a big company having to issue all of these refunds and Good something first. failing that you know we all knew would fail to begin with. Yes. But there is a real human cost, and it hasn't obviously been communicated in the way it should have been. Like you said, with you know these people who were still working on Stadia, mm. uh, suddenly finding out with the rest of us that you know it's shutting down. And what the hell do they do next? Like mm. I hate it when any kind of company does that, where they just drop these bombshells, and you know the employees are finding out at the same time yeah. as the other people that something is shutting down. And like that's kind of where you think, man, this was mismanaged top to bottom, not yeah. just from a creative an execution standpoint but from the people who are working on these games mm -hmm. and that kind of even goes to uh, like the way that games were initially conceived for the uh, platform as mm -hmm. well you know I know there was the story doing the rounds a little while ago about Hideo Kojima pitching a Google Stadia horror game that didn't go through mm -hmm. and it's like man some of these kind of opportunities feel like open goals yeah. that just weren't pursued for whatever reason I don't know if they just didn't think that enough people invested or maybe Kojima was like actually this isn't worth it or whatever yeah. but yeah Kojima was one of the only people that was you know doing the rounds in terms of a headline something that leaked or a rumor or whatever a conversation around the idea of a Hideo Kojima Stadia exclusive game that would have actually turned heads. I don't feel like Stadia turned heads. I feel like at the very much, at the very most, we sort of raised our eyebrows and went, okay, yeah. sure, I don't need this, but okay. Um, but yeah, overall, streaming just, I don't feel like has landed. And I feel like Stadia as well didn't really time their marketing approach very well. Like, you know, we had the whole PlayStation approach with Gaikai, we've had the Xbox do their xCloud stuff. And then Nintendo's cloud approach has kind of just been like a sure, why not thing yeah. for certain titles, like Hitman and the Resident Evils. Yes. Um, but again, they don't play very well. Um, it's also interesting just as a general gaming history thing, that um, the uh, VP or the executive uh, that's been in control of this stuff, Phil Harrison, has now gone from PlayStation, where he was in, he brought in a lot of the Gaikai stuff, then headed up Xbox One during the worst part of Xbox's history, and then has now turned Google's Stadia stuff as well. So that dude could do with a break. I feel like that guy could write a really interesting book. Yes, Just like like you said, you know, <laughs> being involved in like the worst and eras of some of these major companies, mm -hmm. like that is fascinating. But yeah, we kind of see that a lot, where you know, like an executive with a kind of uh, not great creative track record, just mm. kind of like goes from one major project to the other and then they kind of don't succeed as they should and then, you know, people are here like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do next. Yeah, <laughs> Where I think are it's we gonna like, go next? in terms of the ambitious side of it, like, that, like again, it's that whole idea that streaming is just the next thing we're going towards um, and whether or not that's true is always going to be down in the comments and always, always up to the general consensus. I think it maybe eventually is, yeah. but it needs to be absolutely flawless. It needs to feel like you click a button and it does load as quick as a YouTube video. Um, thinking back to the original Stadia stuff in 2019 when they mentioned it, some of the integrations that they were going to have were based around trailers or based around if you were stuck in a game and yeah. you could like, you know, go between like the video of the tutorial or whatever you're looking at and then back into your game save and all that stuff. It, I don't feel like that level of infrastructure or the um, software side of it was ever past the concept stage because yeah. we never saw any of that in, in reality. We just saw it in that initial reveal and they never went back to it again. I don't know whether that level of integration is also something that you could plug streaming into. Yeah, I mean, like I think streaming does have like a lot of uh, great like potential possibilities, mm. you know? And I think that a lot of the companies that are using it right now are smart to use it as a kind of supplementary feature, mm. whereas Stadia obviously was built entirely around the concept. Mm. And like you said, maybe it was just a little bit too soon. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of the original version of the Xbox One, which was gunning for an all digital future. And yes, it got yeah. a lot of the details wrong, mm. but they were ultimately right that that's the way that the market was trending. Yeah. And maybe if that released a few years later, maybe it would have been better appreciated mm -hmm. than it was at the time when people 
people were still holding on to physical media way more than they are in 2022. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about ambition. It's just you don't know something's not going to work until it doesn't work. Yeah. You've got to try those things. Um, in Xbox's case, yeah, they fell flat on their face trying to do all the DRM stuff back in 2013. But like we said before, the overall amount of people buying games is digital. It's about 80% of all purchases. Um, and they nigh on got it right, just their timing was wrong. Yeah. If Google Stadia came out now and they looked at the competition, they looked at Gaikai streaming, uh, well, what Sony's doing now, they looked at the Xbox and Nintendo stuff, maybe they could have framed an argument for streaming that would work better. I just, it would always come back to the managing of it. And I still yes. think you would need the exclusives. I don't yes. think you can, I remember when it launched and it was like, you can play Destiny. And it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Destiny's great, but I'm not gonna get a whole new thing just for that. Yeah, it's like, do you wanna play a 4K Assassin's Creed? It's like, yeah, I'll just play it on my <laughs> PlayStation 5 in a few years time. Yes, and also that'll maintain the resolution of being 4K. It's that's not gonna true. be fluctuating around, which yeah. that's my main thing is that I don't trust the resolutions to stay top end, where at least a downloaded game will hopefully stick a framework. Well, I think that even Sony and Microsoft, before we wrap up now, mm. have learned that as well. You know, Sony initially with PlayStation Now was all in on streaming, and then it kind of realized that that wasn't gonna sustain uh, mm -hmm. that model so that it introduced you know the ability to download PlayStation 4 yep. games and became this hybrid thing where you could stream some stuff you could download other stuff mm -hmm. and that was more successful mm -hmm. and yeah I just think that you know streaming right now can be great if it's supplementing something else but if you are building you know your entire company around mm -hmm. the idea of a streaming service and most importantly you have aspirations of being a top top publisher mm -hmm. and you know a top top contender in the video game world with those aspirations the the tech just ain't there right now <laughs> it's just not i think they gave it i was gonna say their best shot they gave it a shot they certainly did something was fired but it's very much on the floor by now but let's know what you think down in the comments below of google stadia were you bothered did you buy it are you good that all your games are going away january 18th for now ivan scott from whatculture.com i mean josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye bye never live twice you really sounded like Anthony Fantano there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's an honor. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.